So every year, we at Commercial Integrator put together this, uh, this report of all the stats, figures that we've collected from integrators in the field about where they're at, where they're sitting financially, where their businesses are at, uh, at the start of every year. This is the state of the industry report. And before we get into the numbers that we, that we found in this year's research, I wanted to give everybody on the call here a chance to introduce themselves. So let's start with you, Jonathan. We'll go to Craig and then Zach. Sure, Jonathan Blackwood. I'm the editorial director of uh, Commercial Integrator, and uh, I was the one who created uh, the state of the industry survey uh, for this year. And uh, with Craig, obviously, double checking to make sure everything looked good. Craig McCormick, the executive editor for Commercial Integrator. And I'm Zachary Como with the associate editor at Commercial Integrator. And my name's Adam Forziati. I'm the uh, podcast host and the senior web editor here at CI. So uh, right off the bat, guys, what is uh, what is the State of the Industry Report? How long have we been doing it? And what type of research goes into making this thing possible? State of the Industry Report, every year we put out a survey to our audience of uh, integration professionals, asking them essentially uh, to uh, give us an overlook of what the past year was like for them. We asked questions uh, concerning revenue, uh, concerning profit, concerning how many projects they completed, uh, how many employees they're looking for. Uh, and then we dig into their outlook on vertical markets, on product categories, and on uh, a handful of topics specific to the year. So obviously this year, one of those was COVID-19 and the impact that COVID-19 had on them. Um, in years prior, it's been things like managed services and cybersecurity. Um, really, the state of the industry report is a way for us to take a snapshot of how the AV industry is growing or not growing, uh, where it is growing, and overall the feeling from integrators about the strength uh, of the industry. Yeah, Craig, you've, you've been involved in this the longest out of all of us here, I think. Uh, can you speak to like the importance that of the report that's the importance of it to the integrator audience uh, over the years and, and what it's meant for you to be involved in it? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's like Jonathan said, it, it gives a good snapshot of kind of what people are thinking in the industry. And I know it's not an all-encompassing view of, of, you know, everyone's thoughts in the entire industry, but it does give a good idea of, you know, kind of what people are thinking, that the type of sentiment they have about, you know, what, what they've been through and, and also what's what's ahead for the, for the next year as well. I, and, and I think that's just as important, the, the you know, kind of the, the look ahead as, as far as what is coming up and, you know, kind of what, what to expect going forward. And then I guess we all kind of learned that you can't fully predict what's, what's going to come and, you know, what's, what's ahead in, in 2020, but uh, it does, you know, help to, uh, you know, give people, you know, some ideas of what to prepare for and, 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 and in a lot of ways how to do it. Speaking of that, you know, what themes did you both see coming out of this year's results? As, as far as the survey itself uh, goes, 2020 expectedly was a down year in terms of profit, revenue, and number of projects completed. Uh, I think that won't come as a surprise to anybody that uh, has been awake for the past year. Um, but uh, being commercial integrators, a lot of commercial environments were shut down, people weren't coming into work, retail, restaurant environments, hospitality environments saw, um, you know, if they weren't closed down completely, then they were at some sort of capacity limit. And that cuts down on the budget. And, and it just means that there's less projects happening. Um, however, one of the big themes that I did see, and I think this is important to note is we uh, serve this survey through December of 2020. And we asked our respondents, uh, how they feel about the current 
business climate. So right now, not not necessarily the past year. And uh, overwhelmingly, uh, it was optimistic, fair, uh, good, and very good accounted for over 65-70% uh, of our respondents um, as far as how they felt about the current business climate. So I believe that you know, as at least from the data that we've collected, um, overall, there's a feeling that 2021 will uh, start, will we'll start to see an upturn in, in kind of the downturn that we saw over the past year. Were there any kinds of uh, noteworthy or interesting figures that you specifically pulled from this year, this year's report that kind of made an impact on your thinking for the year ahead? Yeah. So in terms of statistics, uh, when, when asked, as I mentioned, when asked, how would you describe the current overall business climate? 8.5% of our respondents said excellent, 16.9% said very good, 33.9% said good with room for improvement, uh, and 13.6% said good with growth slowing. So that's about 80, uh, 80, 75, 80% of our audience saying good or excellent for uh, overall business climate. 59.3% um, of our respondents said that they expect to complete more projects in 2021 uh, than they did in 2020. 57.6% um, expect their revenue to be up more than 5% uh, with another 11.9% uh, expecting revenue to be up less than 5%. So that's about 70% uh, of our respondents expecting revenue to increase in 2021. Um, and as far as installation growth in different categories, we have a whole chart uh, that people can uh, download from or check out on Commercial Integrator. Uh, however, um, there is you'll see from the chart that there is uh, expected growth in product categories such as unified communications, uh, as well as um, uh, vertical markets, including corporate, um, education, and healthcare. So uh, a lot of optimism overall from, from the data that we've collected. So Craig and Zach, you two uh, also help cover this industry every day. And I was just wondering, you know, you, you both of you speak with uh, some of the folks who are mentioned in the article um, in, the, in the report that is uh, pretty regularly. And I'm just wondering if, you know, the people that you spoke with or have been speaking with over the past year, you know, what kind of message they were giving you about where they're standing at the beginning of 2021 right now? So a couple of the people that I interviewed um, were um, VIXA CEO, David Lobuskis and um, NSCA's executive director, Chuck Wilson. Um, both of them were optimistic for the year ahead um, that they did say it was probably going to be a slow climb out of kind of where, where we were kind of leading out of 2020, but, but they definitely see flickers of optimism, you know, kind of toward the end of the year, um, second half of the year, I guess, um, and, you know, the, the things are heading in the right direction that we've maybe not hit the rock bottom just yet, but, but you know, kind of are at least close to that. And, and that, you know, the bounce back is, is definitely going to happen. And I, it, I, I'm just noticing one of these statistics that, uh, that we had in our survey, um, that there was a question, how did COVID-19 affect your business in 2020? And uh, more than a quarter said that their businesses grew despite COVID-19, which, which is, is very surprising to me, but, but obviously, you know, some people kind of figured out a, a way to, you know, make adjustments and, and, you know, do business a little bit differently. So that's obviously a good thing. While we don't really have um, the data about how those businesses grew, I think it's probably a good part of that was um, the increase uh, in 
in need for, you know, remote conferencing systems and video conferencing systems and uh, unified communications and collaboration, given that everyone and their mother is, is working from home and embracing this uh, remote um, and or, you know, hybrid work strategy. Yeah, kind of speaking to that, um, what kinds of differences do you all think showed up in this year's report over last year's? There's one obvious thing, right? But uh, how did that play out in terms of the findings of this year's report versus last year's? And, and sort of what's the difference between uh, the two in the overall mood and outlook? As we mentioned, the revenue and uh, profit were were showed all signs of growth last year. Um, what is sort of interesting is that last year, uh, a number of our respondents expected some kind of recession within the next uh, one to five years. Now, obviously, that recession ended up coming uh, in a way that typically recessions do not come. Um, however, I, I suppose you could say that those people uh, predicted things correctly because obviously the recession did hit our door. Now, this year, there's much more optimism that things are going to recover quickly from that recession because it, it is such a unique circumstance. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting the way that things uh, went down and, and sort of, uh, you know, it's, it's like the, the Simpsons episode with the, uh, the monkey paw, be careful what you wish for, you know, because it might happen in a, in a way you didn't expect. Yeah. I, so, Craig, I think you might have been hovering to answer on or piggyback off that a little bit, but uh, I'm, I kind of want to give you that vehicle to do that. I know that you and um, some other folks that we've spoken with over the past, past year or two have said something to the effect of, you know, there was a recession coming uh, and this was, you know, late last year. So I, I, do you think that there's a possibility that that predicted recession coming in the form of COVID actually might not be as bad considering it came in the form of COVID. I mean, do you do you predict that in the upcoming year there will be anything more to to look out for uh, after the pandemic? Or was the pandemic sort of in a weird way kind of like the blessing to soften the uh, the, the hard hit of a tanking economy? Well Avixa has been kind of saying that you know, for, for the last year or so that that you know kind of the the economy was was going to have some some sort of downturn and and that by 2022 that you know things would kind of be back to the the levels of, of 2019 so I, I guess it i i guess the the recession came in in an unusual way but i don't it doesn't feel to me like there's going to be a second recession if anything else if anything it feels like a lot of work that you know, maybe would have happened in 2020 is, is going to happen in 2021. So, you know, if the turnaround could, could happen, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, and I do think that um, a lot of integrators are proceeding with uh, a little bit of cautious optimism. I mean, the U.S. just recorded um, the highest daily amount of coronavirus cases and deaths. So it's not going away, um, you know, anytime uh, very soon, even though there's a vaccine being distributed and whatnot. Um, but, you know, for a lot of integrators I've, I've uh, spoken with over the last uh, few weeks and months, they're really looking forward to, you know, maybe the, the middle part to the latter part of next year when things really start to get uh, back to normal uh, for them, um, their business and their, their customers. Right, because for some of those integrators, you know, the pandemic was able to be turned into an opportunity. And so when everything is back to a, a normal, a form of normal, 
it's almost like another opportunity wave coming after that. So let's hope that most integrator firms are able to kind of handle it in, in that kind of double-pronged way. Um, and then lastly, guys, if, th if there was only three things that you think integrators should take away from this report, what do you all think those should be? You know, it's really just one thing. It's, it's that 2020 was a bit of an anomaly uh, and that I think that, that good things are ahead. There's optimism uh, in the industry. Backlogs uh, may be smaller, according to our uh, respondents. However, from anecdotally, we've heard that there's a lot in the sales pipeline that just hasn't been signed yet and that a lot of commercial uh, environments are basically over the last, the, whatever plans they had over the last year, year and a half have been put on hold, but those things will start to take off again as things open up, as people come back into the office and offices are being used. So um, cautious optimism. Uh, that's the one thing that I think uh, integrators should take away from this report and, and take into uh, 2021. As Craig mentioned, we're not out of the woods yet, um, but we, we can see a little bit of light and, and maybe uh, have an idea that, that we might get out soon. Yeah, as sort of a complementary point to that, I would think that another point to take away from it would be uh, have a contingency plan if you didn't already. I, I can't imagine a single company uh, in any market, in any industry that would not benefit from having a, an emergency response plan if they didn't have one going into, uh, going into the early days of the pandemic. I think it was sort of a, this is why you have to be prepared for the unexpected. Yeah, I think one other thing that, you know, kind of came out of this that, that we can point to is it, it does seem like more companies are finally embracing the idea of managed services. And maybe part of it is because they had to, to make some sort of money in, in 2020, but that they had to have you know, these contracts put together since they weren't installing a lot of systems in, in the last year. But it, I mean, it's finally happened. I mean, we've, we've been writing about it and kind of beating people over the head about it for years. And, you know, it, it's been talked about and, you know, a lot of the successful companies have been doing it for a long time, but it, it seems like more companies finally figured out that that's actually a good thing to have service contracts and kind of have, you know, a consistent relationship with their customers, not just come to them when they, you know, need to install systems or, you know, replace equipment or stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, managed services and just, you know, any kind of really recurring revenue can really help recession proof and give you that a little bit of a buffer uh, that you'll need in a down year like this. Um, one other thing I would say is that um, the pandemic changed things for a lot of companies and a lot of uh, integrators customers. So I think they, like I said before, they need to stay in tune with what their customers need and really find a way to provide uh, that, that remote work tech and hybrid work tech that um, everyone is, is going to need, you know, going forward and, you know, really for the foreseeable future, since a lot of companies are really embracing that, that uh, work model. So for those interested, as we already said, the uh, full report uh, for the State of the Industry 2021 is available right now. Uh, we also are running a webinar with uh, Chuck Wilson at NSCA and uh, Tim Hannon at uh, IVCI, an integration firm, we'll be uh, putting basically some more context behind the numbers in this year's report and, and kind of bringing some more actionable business lessons away from it. Uh, that webinar is on January 20th at 2 p.m. EST. You can learn more about the report itself and the corresponding webinar at commercialintegrator.com.